Okay, everybody, time for the digital marketing news this week. I have a bunch of stuff to cover today. So, uh, so first thing is that, uh, okay, so Google comes out with this speakable annotations for structured data. W what does that mean? So basically, there's a new type of structured data that you can take and you can put on your web page if you are a publisher. And what that's going to do is get pulled out inside of a Google Assistant and show inside of the Google Assistant. Um, rather be spoken inside of the Google Assistant, right? So there's this new schema for publishers, really cool. It's gonna create speakable annotations, meaning the Google Assistant's gonna speak whatever you mark up with the schema. How cool is that, right? So we're really moving into voice search really quickly here. New ways to integrate with assistants. I have quite a few publisher clients here. Uh, we do a lot of publishing on Ignite. I'm definitely gonna be giving this a shot. Cool, fun one to check out. Next thing is Google comes out with event-rich results, and those are going to boost the event search results. So these event-rich results, they look a lot different. It's, it's basically a mobile interface that lists all the events, and it takes up like the entire page. So anybody who has events, if you're an event site, if you have your own events as a company, you're going to want to get involved in this because it's going to bring much more exposure to your events, right? So this is another big change by Google and something that uh, you should definitely dive into and, and check out. So moving into a couple other things here. Um, I'm not sure if you saw, but Facebook stock just plummeted. It just plummeted and it plummeted on the 26th. It went down. 20% or 120 billion in market cap, which is the biggest drop in stock market history. And, you know, that was really because of a poor earnings report. There's a poor earnings report last quarter, another poor earnings report this quarter. There's been like all this weird news, uh, as you've seen about Facebook and privacy and, and security and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, again, I don't give stock tips. I do trade a little bit. I bought some. Uh, it's down 20%. I think it's going to go back up. That is not an endorsement for stock tip. So don't, don't go buying based off of what I said. Make your own decisions. Next thing is LinkedIn has revamped its campaign manager. I run a lot of LinkedIn ads. Um, I like to run the LinkedIn sponsored in-mails where basically they will send out uh, emails to contacts within a specific demographic and with specific titles. They could work at certain companies. There's some great targeting. They will email them consistently for you. But they also have some other good ads uh, for just general lead generation and stuff like that. So they've redone their campaign interface. It loads faster now. It's more intuitive. It allows you to switch between accounts a little bit faster. Allows you to load better data and stuff like that. It was so bad before. It, it was almost the worst interface out of the top sites out there for, for running ads. So good job, LinkedIn. LinkedIn ads are getting better, that's for sure. Next thing is Google says word count doesn't indicate quality content. So that kind of makes sense, but in a way it's a little bit of a catch-22, right? So the word count doesn't indicate the quality content. Um, you know, you can have shorter quality content, of course, and, and you know, they're kind of trying to say, oh, you don't need longer content to rank, but we also know that longer content generally ranks much better in Google, long-form content. There's been a lot of different studies on that. Most content is 2,000 words. That's in the top couple positions, so um, I don't know. Thanks, Google, for that one. Um, Google, okay, so Google came out and they have redefined what they call low quality content. There, there's a couple things that happened. So Google updated their quality rater guidelines uh, 
And as part of that, you know, they're kind of talking about what is low quality content and what's not. In the quality um, Raider guidelines update, there wasn't a ton in there that was, you know, super different, but this was one point that was these these specific points around low quality content. So some of the things that they came out and said that were a little bit different um, than before are this. So let me go over this real quick. So one of the things they said is that quality Raiders should mark pages as low quality when there's a clickbait headline. Okay. So it, they don't like to see the clickbait headline. And that's really interesting because, you know, if Google comes out and says something like that, that information reverberates through the internet and tech and everyone, right? So, you know, I think about some of these sites that, that I've, I've written for or I write for like Inc or Entrepreneur or Huffington Post and stuff like that. They want you to write clickbait headlines. I mean, they want you to get people to click and come in because if nobody clicks, nobody reads their stuff. And now Google's saying that these quality raters should rate it as low quality if it's got a clickbait headline. So, um, you know, this, this happens so much. I can't even tell you. It's the website and then trying to play in Google's box you know, Google keeps creating this box because they're such a big company to police the internet. And so people have to adhere and change all their strategies to fit it. Anyway, so clickbait headlines, you know, BuzzFeed is probably going to be in trouble for that one, uh, <clears throat> but they're, they're not going to change their business model, right? Anyway, so they also said a couple other things, right? They also said uh, they should be marked as low quality if they can't determine the purpose of the page. The page contains hateful content. The page contains links to harm that could harm users. The page contains um, inaccurate content. It tries to trick users. Um, the content promotes uh, mental, physical, or emotional harm in any way, which are uh, good ones, right? And overall, maybe those things are good. You know, I mean, they're they're just trying to do the best that they can over there. Um, Next thing is Google says don't count on the rel canonical. If you're not familiar with a what a rel canonical is, basically it works like this. If you have two pages um, and they're equivalent, maybe there's like a different image on one or something slightly different, you use one as a landing page for pay-per-click, one, you know, for, for SEO or there are multiple pages that are just similar in any way with slight changes, but you want to tell Google rank one of them, you can tell Google with a, a, a piece of code rank this page with, by using a rel canonical. So basically it allows you to consolidate pages into one. So what Google says is they say um, that's not guaranteed. And I, I know that this is true because um, I've worked on some um, enterprise level e-commerce sites that rel canonical four or five different pages to one. And a lot of times Google, like they'll pick the one that they feel is most relevant to the query and they won't pick the one that we're pointing to. Not a lot of times, I would say like 10% of the time, but there is some percentage there. So they came out and they confirmed that. Um, many of us who've been doing this for a while already knew that, uh, but we appreciate the additional insight. Next thing, we get a study that comes out that says podcast revenues are skyrocketing. So we're seeing a lot of that, you know? Um, so podcasters saw 150 percent year-over-year revenue growth from users. Um, you know, in 2017, uh, you know, podcast revenue was 314 million. That's you know the the market size in 2020. They're expecting it to be 659 million. I gotta say though, in comparison to other ad mediums, um, you know, they're in the the B's, right? And uh, so it's still a pretty small market, but you know, it seems people like it, like, you know, cause you can be in the car, you can be going on a run, doing whatever. And, and it's an easy way to consume information. 
I started listening to quite a few more. Um, actually, I, I launched a podcast just taking videos basically and, and uploading them. And, and this is a podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. But now it's only, I've just been throwing some stuff up there doing zero promotion. I've got um, like two or 3,000 visitors a month, uh, listeners a month, which is really great, right? So I imagine that will continue to scale. I'd like to do more of that for clients. I think that it, it, it will be a good thing and, and something that's going to keep coming up. If you're a client and you're watching this right now, I would like to help you with your podcast. So reach out to me, send me an email. Google says offsite sentiment does not influence search rank. So um, if somebody's really mad or if somebody's really happy and they're seeing that information around the web, like if there's a bunch of negative reviews or positive reviews, they say that that doesn't influence search rank. Here's what I would say. Um, it kind of does in some ways because if somebody's really upset or if a lot of people are really upset, then that inflates the searches that are coming to your site indirectly and then they see that additional branded traffic and then they, they rank you higher. Um, so, and, and if you have really positive reviews, that can increase click-through rates and, and things like that. But just generally, if it's, if it's all one-to-one -one and this person's happy or this person's sad, you know, that, that doesn't play a role, but there can be some indirect stuff there. I could go on and give you a couple more examples of that, but I, I won't. Um, and the last thing I have today is Google says there's still a lot to do before the mobile first index is complete. So they're not hundred percent done with that and they are still working on rolling it out. We see a lot of ranking fluctuations and that's all my news, but a lot of ranking fluctuations lately, um, things kind of going all the way down and then back up. It looks like this week things have kind of returned to normal, which is great. But about a week or a week ago, it like most of the top terms for most categories flipped down to the bottom of the first page and now they've kind of jumbled them and flipped them back up. So that's good to see. Um, and other stuff going on, I just finished a really cool deck on all the most innovative ways for uh, e-commerce to get more sales for the holiday season. I'm super excited about that. I'm speaking downtown San Diego um, at an event on Monday. So really pumped about that. I want to do a webinar uh, on that as well. So keep an eye out for that. I'm going to be promoting that down the line. Have a good one. Thanks so much for watching as always and see you soon. Bye.